थे वासुदेवाया सो आई एम गोइंग going to be calling weathering a storm that's a phrase i think most people are familiar with but i've had a lot of requests to sort of address um things that people are currently going through with this whole um covid-19 uh epidemic that we have on our hands and the uh amazing effect that it's having on on the world and people's economic and social lives etc so uh, the talk um tonight i'm titling it this too shall pass this is a very well known um saying that actually is incredibly appropriate So I'll just open with a, a few notes I've got here um Julie a friend from Auckland uh I got a communication that came from her and and she's saying that she's noticed that people are really looking for a lot of help online uh for their anxiety and the uncertainty at this time and she states everyone I know is stressed and frightened some of the things i have noticed that people are battling with are anxiety isolation depression the fear of passing on the virus uncertainty about the future separation from loved ones and just change this massive change that's overcoming us all so she had suggested some topics that i might um address uh one would be overcoming anxiety and and depression um how to deal with change the benefits of meditation what is fear and how to deal with it and how to deal with isolation in a changing world so we'll have a um we won't uh, i'm thinking i won't do this just once a week on sunday perhaps during the week i'll post one or two shorter talks and we're also um going to be sharing a real simple uh guided meditation that just you know has to do with with a lot of deep and relaxed breathing and then just listening to the spiritual sound um and i'm hoping this will become a tool that maybe you can share with your friends and loved ones and and other people to help them um in this in this great time of change another very dear friend um sent me an email about something that she experienced she was going to go out for a walk and um she heard this wailing and crying and she tried to investigate where it was coming from it was from her neighbor and she went over to to see her and hung over the balcony to talk with her and the woman um was in a 
somewhat an inebriated and intoxicated state and was just having this, this monumental meltdown. And um, she was not terribly coherent, um, I was told, but she basically managed to voice what the masses of people are going through right now. That was her identity, that her world had disappeared overnight. So, obviously, people are, are, are going through a lot, and I just thought I, I would just read something that I read in the New Zealand Herald. And it was in response to, it was an article titled, We're Not Just Being Asked to Stay Home. It's bigger than that. And the person that wrote it was reacting to a meme that was making its rounds on social media that and that meme said that your great great grandfather fought in a war you are only being asked to stay at home on the sofa and she said that was actually somewhat of a deep fallacy that really continues to be spread that you're just sitting there on the sofa like there's nothing really going on and i i completely uh, agree with her that that's a little dismissive of what's actually happening. I think a lot of people, it hasn't sunk into them what's really going to be going on here now. So she wrote that no one is saying that this is worse than fighting a war, but it's also unfair to downplay the magnitude of what we are doing and what has been asked from us. And then she bullet points, we're, we're asking some mums to give birth without their partners, especially if they have other children who cannot be left with anyone else outside of their bubble. We're asking dads to miss seeing the birth of their child. We're asking grandparents to miss out on meeting their grandchildren. We're asking grandchildren to risk never seeing their elderly grandparents again. I don't think it's necessary to explain what that means. We're asking people to cancel weddings with hundreds of thousands of people at home because they've lost their jobs. We're asking people to spend their stays stressing even more than usual about how they'll feed their children. We're asking people to potentially die alone rather than spending their fi final moments surrounded by loved ones. And we're asking people not to hold funerals for their mum or their dad. We're asking parents in complex custody situations to not see their child for a long time. We're asking grandparents to miss out on their grandchild's first birthday we're asking immune-compromised people such as cancer sufferers to worry even more about their health. We're asking people to sit at home away from people that they love who might not have long on earth. And we're asking them to come to terms with the fact that there's no date that we can put on their diary for when they'll be able to see that person again. We're asking them to live with a knot in their stomach every hour of their days for an undetermined period of time, at least four weeks. 
The list of individual circumstances is endless, but the bottom line is this. Hardly any of us is settling in for a month of Netflix marathons on the sofa, completely carefree and worry-free. So I I, I completely am in agreement with this article that what has been asked of people is something that's very, very tremendous, that we will be facing something that these current generations have never faced. You know, it was not uncommon that in the last century, from the 1900s up to 1950, that the world went through catastrophic changes. We had two world wars that practically eliminated many of the major cities of of Europe or cause severe damage. We had people living on on rationed food for years in, in the most difficult situations. We had the Great Depression that brought about monumental suffering. We had the Um, Spanish flu that killed between 20 and 50 million people. Uh, Polio epidemic swept the world. There There were so many things that happened. And the fact is that we have lived in the last perhaps 60 to 70 years um, to a large degree, um, apart from a couple of hiccups, to a large degree free from any of those kind of experiences. And so a lot of people have lost resilience. We have been lulled into living on credit, on living for the day and not really preparing for um, difficulties that naturally arise in the world. And it's had a tremendous transformation of people's value systems. And so when confronted with this current epidemic, I mean, I I was reading about a young girl in, in England that committed suicide just because she was so fearful of, of the isolation of being cut off from everyone. And it's not a good situation when people have become so utterly fragile. So as we go forward, we'll be talking about um, different things that people can do and things that they can consider to help them, not only through this period for however long that is going to be, and, and it could be quite an extended period, but to help them in their life in general, to live a more purposeful and meaningful life. And a lot of that will have to do with learning a couple of things. There needs to be a shift, an actual quite major shift in society's values. And in terms of personal practices, we need to engage in more types of activities and forms of thinking that actually contribute in a positive way to life. And to this end, I've, I've made um, a, 
as I mentioned, a, a, a new meditation um, that you can actually share on social media with your friends. It's nothing very complex. It's quite it's just something that's deeply relaxing and de-stressing and a lot of people will find it very helpful and may actually arouse in them a desire to start looking in, in this direction a little bit more seriously. It's actually such a wonderful saying that this too shall pass. It has to do with an acceptance of things. One of the things that I will talk about, you know, going forward is how we actually spend so much time stressing and worrying about that which is beyond our control. Acceptance is actually, it requires some courage to be able to accept things for what they are. Yes, we can have regrets that I didn't prepare enough, I didn't um, maybe put enough effort into, into preparing for these things. But there is this reality that the only thing that can be counted upon in life is, is change. Change is not only inevitable, it's the only thing that you can actually rely on. Learning how to accept change and to understand that even the most difficult situations, they, they will pass. And I think that this is something that has become um, largely lost, particularly in the, in the more developed economies in the Western world. People are not so used to hardship and difficulty that perhaps the majority of the people in the world are, are used to. And not being able to accept that things may come my way which I cannot control. And to simply do at that time the best that I can do is is a really important state of mind to be in. And I, I say this particularly for, for parents or for people that have a partner in life, that there is this need for you to be present and to be supportive and to be able to be helpful. And if you are being overwhelmed, worrying about things that you feel that you have lost control. It's really important to understand that there are many things in our life that we, we don't have a great deal of control over. There are a lot of things that we do. And as I mentioned, I will be talking about this need for us to become more focused upon things that we can control in our life situations and circumstances, our responses to things, how we deal with things, how we process things, that is in our control. And for those things that are not in our control, 
even if it is a time of enormous difficulty, we must accept the reality that this too shall pass. It doesn't mean it will be easy, but simply accepting that reality, it's much like I I sometimes advise people that are struggling with depressions that um, there are going to be able, uh, at times rather, it's almost like a, a, a sailing ship in olden days that was going into bad weather. They didn't have uh, GPS, they didn't have satellite uh, connections to the internet and weather services, weather predictions. And so they would frequently come across weather situations, storms. And when they arrived, it's not like you could avoid it. And they would do what was called to batten the hatches. They would tie all of the sails so that they wouldn't be shredded in the wind. And then what they would do is go below deck and close everything up and they'd put a batten through the hatches so they don't open, fly open. And then they simply need to ride out the storm, accepting that they don't have control of the situation. And knowing that sooner or later, whether it's hours, whether it's a day, whether it's a week, the storm will pass. And when it passes, the sun will come out again. And now it is time to open everything up and to come out on deck and to continue with the voyage. And so I would really like to advise people that first and foremost, there has to be that acceptance. There needs to be an embracing of that in order to make it so that we become a little settled and more accepting of the situation. And now what we should do, instead of putting our time and energy into worrying about the things that are beyond our control, is begin to look at, okay, what is within my control? What can I do? You know, in life, the only thing that we are asked is to do the best that we can do, to simply do the best. That is all that's asked of us. And in different situations, that will be different. Even for ourselves, at different times in our life, that will be different. But if we do the best that we can do, then there is nothing more. There is nothing more to be done. So going forward, we'll try to um, offer a few maybe brief videos on, on some of the things that people can do to help them address this. And then perhaps on Sundays we can, at mantra night, we can do something a, a little bit longer. So I hope uh, you are all keeping well. And this is really a time to take advantage of your forced um, retreat from the world. And to use this time to actually think quite deeply about your life and to practice your meditation and to begin to, with more enthusiasm and focus, to do the things that are really going to make the big differences that are going to bring about the big internal shifts in our own life. So thank you very much. 
So we will conclude with um, chanting the uh, Gopala Govindarama Madana Mohana Mantra. <laughs> <laughs> 